A great episode. It really, it really was. I, Caroline was just a delight to talk to, and it was great to see some of the, uh, some of the background stuff that goes on. Because I think sometimes, like we see surveys or we see, you know, information that's put up, statistical information. And we're like, we have no idea where this comes from. Who are the people behind it? So it's great to kind of get that, like you know, pull the curtain back a little bit and find out who is involved. Mm-hmm. I also want to say, uh, what a great intro song and logo. This is the first time I've been on the after polls since we've made those changes. And I just have to point that out. Great job, team. It is. Yes. It is. Yes. We, we like to, uh, I, I know we're not broadcasting the video, but I think that we should definitely have like uh, after polls and community pulse t-shirts. But it's fun right? to see our new, our new like images, you know, come to life and be used. So exactly. For anyone wondering what we're talking about, since this is an audio podcast, uh, we will be sharing these these images soon on our website, so you can check them out. Yeah, um, but no, I totally agree. Uh, I think uh, stuff like surveys and then the reports that follow um, are important to you know every industry. Um, but I think all everybody that looks at them looks at them with a, just a little bit of like skepticism, right? Mm-hmm. About where what is this? What what you know? Who did you ask these questions to? First of all, uh, how many people? And it's good to know that while it's not huge, it's growing. And I think that's an important like uh, thing to to remember about the DevRel industry is it's just growing in general. And and this report itself is um, kind of embodies that, that it's growing and that this thing um, and all the numbers in it, you know, uh, warts and all it's, it's helping us understand ourselves and just learn and go and move forward together. So, and there's some really good stuff in there too. So mm-hmm. and I, and I think it's, I think it's significant too, to say that, um, you know, she mentioned that like when it started, there were 13 respondents, like, which is maybe not the best statistical uh, 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 number, you know, to get a good idea of how an industry functions, but this has people, I think 200, years 200 plus, yeah, nine years ago, this one, 200 plus people, Several, several different countries, international information, uh, a diverse number of, of, you know, gender identities, a diverse number of industries. This wasn't just like, you know, 13 evangelists who all work in San Francisco. This was a large group of people from all over the world. And Wesley was involved helping pulling it together. And Wesley was involved. So, I mean, Wesley, tell us a little bit, like maybe give us a little background, give us a little sneak peek on on how you got involved and what what you did to help the survey. Well, I, I got to say, this is the first time I've ever been involved with the kind of survey and thinking about what's important, what do we need want to tease out um, in terms of the future of DevRel and how it relates to the current landscape. And so it was, I was, uh, Carolyn approached me directly and asked me if if, uh, if I was interested in being involved. And um, I've consumed a survey in the past, so it's been um, a tool that I've used when speaking to other people and especially management internally about what things are important and what does it look like in terms of the state of DevRel. So one thing that I learned is that when you add more diversity to the team, you're able to get some of these questions that were uh, teased out uh, in, in the actual survey. And so I, uh, I am grateful that we are able to get some visibility and recognize more people um, who have uh, 
you know, away from the tech bro developer in a basement hoodie kind of thing that some people might have envisioned of who is involved in DevRel, what they've done and how they got there. And I hope that going forward, uh, as the survey evolves, that we and we get more people involved, and especially more respondents, that that also will be a, a clear picture of what what things actually look like in the real world. Right. I also feel like even with the data that we have now, like I mean, definitely let's hope for improvements as time goes on. But with the data we have now, I think a lot of people are now, for lack of a better term, they are armed with information. They can go and say, listen, you know, yes, you know, I don't have a CS degree, but that doesn't mean I can't be in DevRel. Yes, uh, I come from a, a different background from what you're used to seeing, but hey, that doesn't mean I can't be in DevRel. And especially, yes, I know that you expect me to only take this amount of money, but my counterparts are making this amount of money and they have a budget of this amount of money. Hey, um, I would like to talk about why we're not playing on the same level as everyone else. Um, and I think that that, especially the budgetary component, I think a lot of people still don't know. A lot of organizations still don't know how much money they should put. Like, like they think, oh, we're going to hire a developer advocate and it's going to cost us a salary, some insurance and a couple of days off. And it's like, no, like that's just the person who executes the plan. The plan needs money too. Yeah. It was 35% or something around there about how many people were unsure what their budget was. In which is, a, which was is atrocious. It's so bad. Yeah. Well, some of that might just speak to whether how how uh, senior you are or how involved with you are with some of the strategy and the budgeting. I mean, you know, DevRel is different everywhere. Um, and then some, you know, at Microsoft, we have more people in DevRel than, you know, participated in the survey. So like it's it's there's a lot of it's a big spectrum and a lot of people that we should hear from to create a more high fidelity picture on what DevRel actually is. And so to Wesley's point, it's great to see that the people who are influencing the questions that are being asked on the survey um, are diverse, that they're you know coming from different backgrounds. There's many of them, um, you know, hopefully it grows and changes over time because we should have different questions every year. Um, and, and we also, you know, should just try to hear from more people, you know, like I think everybody, every data person in the world knows, you know, we just need more data to, to know if this stuff is, is sort of uh, helpful. So let's try to increase the sample set. Um, next time around and mm -hmm. um, and also get more feedback on what are good questions, because quite honestly, I did uh, fill out this survey, but I don't usually fill out surveys, especially ones that take longer than 60 seconds. Like I, I just <laughs> don't, I just don't. Um, and that's another challenge to, of just collecting this information is finding the right balance of these are questions that I want to know. And so I'm going to contribute what I have to this because I hope to like learn from everyone uh, collectively. Um, but you know, like if the questions take me in a way that I, I just all of a sudden don't feel like this is going to be helpful for me or I don't have the time for this. Um, Click you and know. close the browser. Yeah, exactly. And that's the last thing you want from the people you're trying to survey and get feedback from. So anyway, to add on to that, I think that you know, she made the comparison a lot to the Stack Overflow survey. Have either of you ever done the Stack Overflow survey? Never. I haven't. It's, it's, it's kind of. It I've read the results door and like yeah. that. Mail bar is just all the way across the screen. Yeah. Right, right. But I mean, even beyond that, like the survey itself is kind of brutal. Like it takes about 20 minutes. I do not have 20 minutes of time to fill out a developer survey. Um, it is it is granted wickedly specific, but at the same time, like I feel like the team behind this DevRel survey 
set expectations very clearly. In the beginning of the survey, I, I recall it saying something, and she joked about it saying, you know, grab a cup of coffee, this might take you a little time. But like, it was very clear, like this is going to take you, you know, 10, 15 minutes to fill out. Mm -hmm. But, you know, because of that, like I really took my time reading the questions and I knew, like you're saying, Jason, the value of whatever came out of the other end of this was going to be really important to the things that I do. And therefore I wanted to answer, answer as honestly as I possibly could. Well, and um, also like my last question to her was, what do you hope people do with this information? Um, I don't have a specific desire for what they want to do with this information other than to like grow their careers or make a decision that they want to enter this, this industry or, or get out of it or ask for more money or whatever. But um, it, it allows us that participate in, in the survey to be like a passive mentor. Like, here's what you should be doing. Here's what you should be expecting from us. I might not have time to like sit down with everybody and, and help them one-on-one, -on -one, but if I can share what's going on in my world through a survey, you know, I'll make the time for it. Um, right. As long as yeah, I I'm helping my community. Right. right on. Now I wanted to go back a little bit to, to what you mentioned about a lot of people. It depends on their seniority and understanding their budget. Cause this is one complaint that I actually have in a lot of DevRel organizations. I, I don't think it should matter if you're the most junior of juniors, your activities are involving in, in setting expectations and events and understanding with the community. You should, you should be allowed to know your budget. I don't understand the point of keeping the budget secret from someone who's, who's on a lower tier. I, and I, I know that's a personal opinion. And I think there were even questions about that in the, in the survey as far as leadership and do you share your budget with people who report to you or something along those lines. And I, 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 I personally, I don't get it. What are you, what, what, why are we hiding it? Why? Yeah. That I'd have to go back and reread that part of the report, but I also sort of see that as there may be big parts of Devrel who just don't, it's not part of their daily job or it's not part of anything that they have to care about, whether they're removed from it or somebody's hiding it from them. You know, that's like a different story, but I agree. Like, I, everything should be transparent. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a little bit of a both, but also keep in mind in terms of context, there's a huge chunk about how much of the DevRel stuff was self-directed. And so right. being self-directed and not having budget can limit to you, limit you on what you think you can do or what guardrails you have to like think big or even think small or scale what you're yeah, trying I, to do. That'd be an interesting statistic to kind of cross-reference. Like how many of those self-directed people don't know their budget? Um. I feel like that would be terrifying. Well, and I mean, most people who are self-directing, like they we're, might be looking at the people who are just now starting a DevRel org mm -hmm. or, you know, and so like a budget, this is their first time, you know, taking a stab at that. So they don't, they don't have some, they don't have a previous year's budget. Yep. Um, and so they're tasked with trying to figure out, well, what do I ask for? And I think this report should at least give them a little bit, you know, and say, well, people are creating budgets, um, you know, and you can go to your and, I think it does. and say, yeah. you know, let's at least set aside X number of dollars for whatever project that we think is going to make a difference in the thing that is our mission and, you know, execute. Zero is a budget, by the way, just putting that out there. Zero is a budget. You're right. It's not a good budget, but uh, it, it is a budget. I'd like to thank our special guest on the After Pulse, Wesley's dog. Yes. The dog has uh, recently been altered uh, as uh -huh. they get older. Oh, so and, good uh, day. Good day. Yeah. Then. Good day. <laughs> Apologies. Yeah. But uh, it, it, it's okay. People have people and people have pets and that's the way life rolls. I don't think that's a problem. Um, but I mean, going going back to the survey, I think that there there's there's a lot 
of of information and anyone who's seen me speak about data versus information i think that's uh that's very important that i'm making that distinction this is a survey that has information it's not just giving you the raw numbers it's giving you a little context as to why and what they mean um but i think that most of the information will come from how it applies to each individual who reads the results takes a look at that internalizes it and they understand what they can use and what what maybe uh is less important to their current situation. Um, I think, I think though, overwhelmingly, at least in my opinion, there's so much value to the data in this, to the, to the information in these results that I, I, I'll go ahead and say it. I think anybody who's listening to this podcast, anyone who's in DevRel can read this and glean information that will be helpful to them. True, true. Well, I was also looking at a, you know, correlation is not causation, but like fifty <laughs> percent of the respondents uh, said that they wanted an association. Um, but also, like about fifty percent of the teams are two years or younger. And wondering if those are related, that there are a lot of people doing or starting or our newer DevRel team teams that are looking for information, they're looking for validation, they're looking for a place where they can feel like they're doing the right thing and they're doing it the right way. Mm -hmm. uh, and so um, I thought that was, I, I wonder if those two are related. So in terms of like linking parts of the survey, I, that's something uh, I would be interested in seeing uh, as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that having have that kind of, that kind of information trail, that the paper trail of uh, almost a, a choose your own adventure. Like, okay, so you said that you are a, a single DevRel contributor. You don't understand having a budget and you live in, in Western Europe. Uh, these are, this is information that might be more pertinent to you, or, you know, this is, this is some outlooks that you might gain from granted. I feel like that's also a whole logistical technological, maybe use Jason's no code solution to build a website to fi figure this out. But like, you know, in all seriousness, um, that's not an easy thing to do. Surveys in general, and I, I think that that Carolyn in in the whole group kind of like we didn't we 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 escaped this a little bit. Surveys aren't easy. Collating data is not easy. Making something presentable is not easy. So the fact that they, they took on this kind of Herculean task and and gave us something, we should all be happy because something is always better than nothing. Yeah. yeah, I was just wondering if we could find a way to like get experts in a room all together and just like kind of pull some of that knowledge from instead of like the worldwide like understanding of DevRel, but people who are established leaders have done some things in mm -hmm. DevRel. Like, can we put that together and have like a subsequent survey or information or, or, or addendum to this so that we can also put that into context? I think there'd be a lot of, a lot of good value in that. Yeah. I think with that, that is the end of this after Paul. So Wesley, Jason, Thanks. This was a this was a good one. I feel like it was a really good episode and a really good. It was really fun. It was afterwards. fun. Said it at the beginning. Say it again. That was a really great episode. It was a really great episode. And on that note, listeners, we will catch y'all the next time around. In the meantime, take care of each other out there. This has been another episode of After Pulse with Mary Thangwall, Jason Hand, PJ Haggerty, and Wesley Fulton. Learn more at communitypulse.io 